welcome in to the show. How y'all doing? Y'all doing well? Good, 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 good. Welcome into the show. My name is Ultimate DJs. I am your host. This is Talking Trek Live, Star Trek Fleet Command's official podcast, and we are here to have a good time today and blow the lid off everything you ever thought you knew about Armada crewing. <laughs> oh my goodness. It's going to be a lot of fun. Let's rewrite the book on Armada Cruise, right? Let's do it. Hey, let's see who is hanging out with us today. Who is going to get their learn on and be better than everybody else in the game because they were here listening to this show? Who's it going to be? Yeah, absolutely. Hey, good afternoon. Welcome. Hey, Shinjo is here. Shinjo is going to learn. Lord Farquaad is going to learn as well. 147. Hey, what's up, Bernard on 28. Data Systems, Technical Chief on 27. Welcome into the show. Appreciate you being here. Cavacore on 29. Freckin' Chick on the Hive server. It's uh, server 26. And Progenitor server, server 15. Starbase on server 8. John Bonjani on 36. Doc 31 on server 32. Appreciate you being here. Trash Panda, good day to you, sir, on server 15. Appreciate it. Lord Friendzone on server 16. Jerry Ryan on 146. Harley Quinn on 31. Welcome. Hank on 15. Yeoman Carr on server 14. Appreciate you being here. Debt Dealer on 15. Thank you. Morgul on 32. Pops 37. Regis on server 8. Malice Wallaby on 22 and 43. Hogan Stogie on server 28. Appreciate you being here. Vespa Man on server 147. I Beglin on server 32. Housekeeping on 16. Dragon Slayer on 27. Stephen Zaren on 129. Thank you. Very much for being here. Hey, Hudson. 146. Wham on 15. Metal on server 8. Uh, Raxnar on server 8 as well. Grand Vampire on 34. Lady Kess and Wicked Witch joining us from server 15. Appreciate you. The Dude on 27. Commander Taylor on 192. The Ronin on 26. Appreciate you hanging out. Scalyback, our friend from down under on server 193. Vita on 131. Prater on 152. Burn Like Ice on 143, Tabby Moza on 20, Mo on 20, uh, sorry, 16, Big Country on server 15, how you doing? Sliver Surfer on 31, Maztec says, yo, 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 appreciate you being here. Hey, Chala, welcome in on server 15, and uh, Mr. Eurydice, 32, Dehagus is here, Maztec, X-Rex, Dragon Slayer, Molly Weasley, and 76 additional messages. Ah, nice. A very nice full room today, a very packed studio audience. Hope you guys are all practicing your social distancing. Uh, we don't want anybody, um, don't want anybody getting sick uh, while they're hanging out in uh, the Talking Trek studios here today. <laughs> Appreciate you guys all being here. Uh, let's get into our news, as, uh, as we most typically do. Live from the Talking Trek studios, it is time for the stupid news stupid news let's find out what is going on in the world today by checking in with news headlines from around the world elon musk ladies and gentlemen is apparently now richer than mark zuckerberg after tesla stock surged by 475 percent this year musk is now worth 111 billion and zuckerberg only worth 110 billion <laughs> yeah, but after taxes, it break. Just kidding. Yes, I'm kidding. These guys don't pay taxes. <laughs> That's silly of me. Police in Wales busted up a 30-hour rave. Everybody that saw 30,000 people crammed together in a forest. 30, 000, sorry, 3,000, not 30. That would have been that would have been big time, right? 3,000 people attended a rave in the middle of the woods, and uh, rumor has it 
Yes, rumor has it that they played this song on repeat the entire night. Uh, yes, in, in case anybody's curious. We'll, we'll actually finish the stupid news on uh, on their rave background. Here it is. Yeah, 3,000 people crammed together in a forest. If you've ever been to a rave, then you know it's probably going to be about another 30 hours before people even know what happened, right? Uh, is, is anybody curious as to what they listened to? They had uh, DJ Gecko that was playing with them. Yes. <laughs> Someone, I, I can't believe I've actually never heard this. Someone shared this early in the show. So uh, this has been around for a while. You guys know this, right? That's uh, terrible. Yeah, that's why we're going to keep it. Uh, Liberty University is launching an investigation. Uh, no, we can't do that. That's absolutely terrible. Let's keep <laughs> Nobody was excited about that? Sorry. Liberty University is launching an investigation into the Falwell's tenure at the religious school. Uh, really, a lot of people saying maybe it might not be fair. This is Falwell bent over forwards for these students. <laughs> she was always the kind of she was always the kind of girl that would give you the shirt off her back, is what people are saying. Uh, so people think saying it's not fair. <laughs> Yes. Uh, the New York Mets reacquired third baseman Todd Frazier in a trade with the Texas Rangers uh, this past week. Frazier could not be reached for comment because he was standing on the edge of a bridge. Uh, Frazier, was <laughs> Frazier was with the team two years ago, but he says it's going to feel like old times because the Mets are playing in an empty stadium. So uh, there you go. The head of the U.S. Food and Drug Administration says a coronavirus vaccine may be given emergency approval before the end of phase three trials. The nice thing about the time we live in is if you're not sure what to think about this, there are a million people who just got their medical degree on the University of Facebook website who would be happy to explain it to you. Uh, no, but really, truthfully, the, the people who have tried this vaccine, the people who have tried the vaccine say it's helping with swimming. Yeah, apparently the webbed feet are very, very useful. So uh, that is great news in the world of coronavirus vaccinations coming along. A video of a three-year-old girl in Taiwan getting lifted up into the sky after she got caught on a kite has gone viral. Millions of views, lots of people uh, enjoying this video. It's kind of interesting. Uh, but uh, authorities in Taiwan say it happened right around 2 o'clock in the afternoon, which is shocking because most three-year-olds uh, three are usually at work around that time. So maybe not exactly 100% true. Uh, rapper The Weeknd revealed that the reason he was wearing makeup at the MTV VMAs uh, is that it made it made it that made it look like he had been beaten up was because of a film he's been working on. He wanted to clear the air because when people saw the marks, many assumed he was dating Chris Brown. So we wanted to set the the record straight. Longtime Georgetown basketball coach John Thompson, ladies and gentlemen, has passed away at the age of 78. Thompson was the first black head coach to win an NCAA title, and there were rumors uh, at that time that he might even go on to coach the New York Knicks, but he decided one, one college team was enough. So, uh, <laughs> in all seriousness, uh, bidding farewell to a sports icon, John Thompson, as he passed away at the age of 78. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, that is your news for the day. Good afternoon and welcome to the show. My name is Ultimate DJs, and I'd like to welcome you in to uh, Talking Trek, Star Trek Fleet Command's official podcast. How are you guys all doing today? Everybody doing well? Everybody good? 
Come now, don't yeah. be don't be shy, don't be shy. Uh, let's see, Snake Eyes. Uh, yeah, Quackfu says, "Daggone it, missed the stupid news." Yeah, uh, Snake Eyes, if you would be so kind, uh, let's shoot a couple of PMs. I noticed that I'm missing my buddy Gregor. Gregor's not here, and I know he wanted to weigh in today. He might be busy, but if you can shoot him a PM real quick, uh, we might try to get him in. Also, I'd like to welcome today uh, special guest Prater Five. Prater, are you going to be able to join us in voice? Um, I, <laughs> I hope that you can uh, if you're able to. You might just have to do it in text today. But this is kind of your thing, right? This was uh, you and one or two other players kind of came out with a theory and said, hey, I'd like to try something. And what's really cool, guys, I want to, I want to give all the credit in the world to Prater5 and, uh, and a couple of these guys uh, who spearheaded this research because it started right here. It started right here, ladies and gentlemen. It started in this chat room, and uh, this is one thing that we're going to get into today. We're going to talk about uh, we're going to talk about uh, Armada crews and why there might be an alternative now. I, I can't believe Prater. Really, truthfully, it's interesting that we've gone this long and really haven't you know dug into this. It's kind of interesting that we never really found it before now because there believe it or not there has been discussion about this particular crew setup in the past. I remember talking to somebody about it a few months ago, but it never gained any traction. Yet today uh, and really over the last 48 hours, you came in and decided that there was more testing that needed to be done. Let's, ladies and gentlemen, introduce you to Common Officer, the beautiful green Orion girl that uh, Kirk was messing around with at the beginning of the very first film. All right? Uh, Yeah, she was a cutie, right? Uh, Gala. Let's talk about Gala, okay? Gala is a Common Officer. Gala is a Common Officer who has no discernible stats, all right, and on the surface, uh, talk about her her officer and captain's maneuver didn't really look that ridiculous. Now, Jayberg says Pike with Moreau and Gala, maybe. All right, there's a couple of iterations with this. All right, uh, there's a couple of iterations with this, and uh, and I want to talk to you guys about the break-even points, where to use it, and where not to use it. All right, now some of you guys are saying that this has been discussed before. Guess what? I'm glad that it has. Uh, it's been re-verified here today, and uh, it's interesting because some people have been using this crew setup. Other people didn't know anything about it, including myself. All right? So let's talk about this very quickly. Uh, and, uh, and to satisfy those audience members who are getting it here for the first time, then uh, it's good information to share. Let's talk about, oh, Lord Farquhar, you're saying that's old. That's old, bro. Yeah, well, that's fine. Let me ask you guys a couple of questions. Let me ask you guys a couple of questions. Um, right now, using your Stellas, using your Stellas, how uh, how big is the biggest Stella or the biggest exchange armada you guys have been able to hit? All right. Prater5 says, we've used it a long time before even another video. Serrated says, really old news. Well, okay. Sorry. I guess I'm bringing you really old news. But you know what? For literally everybody that I've spoken to about this, Nobody knew. Absolutely nobody knew. Okay? Wham says, uh, today we were able to do a 37 uncommon and a 35 rare. Guess what? That was the first time that's happened in his alliance. The first time. So let's talk about this. Now, uh, Quackfu says, how many tries are we talking? Prater, I don't know about you. We ran probably another 15 to 20 this morning. We probably ran about 15 to 20 this morning. However, there are a couple of iterations of this. So let's dive in. Uh, You guys, a lot of people are saying, we knew about Pike Moreau Gala. Let me ask you guys a question. 
How many of you know why it works? Come on now. Don't be shy. If you guys are all going to be smarty pantses, <laughs> let's find out if you know why it works. Okay? And to, uh, to further discuss, let's talk about what works better. Oh, my goodness. What works better? Okay, so a lot of you guys, <laughs> maybe you will actually get something today. Jay Berg says it eliminates critical hit damage, but Jay Berg, can you, can you explain the math to me? Because we are going to do some math today, okay? Critical hit avoidance, says Tabby Moza. Uh, Medi- Medieval Knight says because she reduces critical damage significantly almost to zero if done right. What if I told you that we could get it to zero? Uh, Blokeman says drops the critical rate. Wrong incorrect tequila max says critical damage zero yes but why okay why admiral sakatek says didn't know this till this morning reading this chat right here vespa man says broken officers but in a good way no sir no sir not broken mathematically proven and working properly maztec says up to 88 percent reduction of crit because of pike moreau bonus to gala use two when you go over 80 percent also incorrect also incorrect. I love it. So you guys thought you all knew. Listen, you guys might be using it, and uh, but you don't know why it works. This kind of goes back. It's so funny. This goes back to uh, the conversation about Pike Moreau Chen. Everyone was talking about that Moreau was the reason that it worked. Wrong. Wrong. <laughs> you guys are using it, which is great, but you don't know why it works. All right. Cavacor said, I was told zero damage, but I don't understand why. Let's do it. Let's talk about it, folks. All right. Let's start with why uh, or how we calculate uh, the critical hit damage. All right. Let's start with this. Praetor 5. This was your research. This was your start. So I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to start with the question that you posed uh, to us, or not really your hypothesis, was, hey, listen, I don't understand. I don't understand why using a Pike Moreau Gala, if my Gala is at 50% and I'm adding 60% with Pike Moreau, I don't understand why I'm still getting critical damage right? That was what we started with, okay? We don't understand why. Maztec says Pike with Moreau Synergy gets 40%, which stacks to Gala. Moreau was there for Synergy with Pike, and even, according to your math, Maztec, that's only 90%, uh, although it's incorrect, okay? (laughs) Housekeeping is actually onto something, but housekeeping was part of the testing team here today. Guys, here we go. All right, let's break it out for you and get it all nice and mathematical for you. Pike and Moreau on a base Gala. If you use Pike, Moreau, and Gala, all right, and I'm, I'm not going to break into the actual formula, but I'm just going to tell you. Pike Moreau Gala gives Gala's ability 110% critical damage reduction. Okay, you hear me? 110% critical damage reduction. By the way, it's not, uh, it's not additive. All right, you can't add. We talked about this when we were discussing Pike and Harrison and Mud 1.0 here not long ago, or Mud 2.0. It's not additive. Remember, proc rates are the only ones that are additive. Cavacor says only works if one person uses. Eh, wrong. <laughs> I love it. I love it. So you guys were getting all smarty pants on me, and now we're missing it. Okay. Uh, let's talk about it. Gala is 50% at its base. Gala is 50% at its base. Uh, what we're going to do with Pike, Moreau, and Chen is we're going to multiply that using the normal bonus uh, effectiveness uh, calculator, okay? Meaning that it's multiplicative, multiplicative, not additive, all right? So we don't get to add the 60% to 50%. Unfortunately, in this particular case, 
the math actually equals the same. But that's not the formula. The formula is 1 plus the sum of all bonuses multiplied by her officer ability. Multiplied by the officer ability. Only proc rates are additive, folks. Only proc rates are additive. Abilities, abilities are multiplicative. Okay, so what we're going to do is we're going to take the sum of all bonuses, which is 2.2, 220%, including your base, of Pike Moreau and Chen. Okay, that's all I'm going to go, or Pike Moreau. That's 220% multiplied by the 50%. Somebody, go ahead and do the math. I, I, have no, I have no pictures today. This was actually very, very late. Chick is going to be very, very mad at me because we actually did this very, very late in the day. All right. But we're going to do the sum of all bonuses. The bonus is 1.2. The sum of the base value in that bonus is uh, 1 plus 1.2. That equals 2.2. We're going to multiply that by 50, and we equal 110%. Now, guys, I'm not. This is for a max gala. Good example, Cavacore. Let's do it on forty percent. Let's say you got a forty percent gala. All right. Now, Snake Eyes says, "Who doesn't have a max gala?" Before today, Snake Eyes, me, this guy. Okay, I didn't. Uh, let's take a forty percent gala. Forty percent times the two point two is going to give you eighty-eight percent. Somebody said eighty-eight percent a little bit higher uh, earlier in the chat. Okay, forty percent gala is going to give you a net yield of eighty-eight percent. Now, eighty-eight percent. Does that mean that that armada is only going to throw you 12%? Incorrect. And here's the, here's the oddity in Scopely math. Okay, here is the oddity with this particular calculation because a lot of people now not understanding why they're still taking damage if you run an armada with, say, two 40% galas and a Pike Moreau on each of those because, really, you would think that that would be over 100%, right? You would think it'd be over 100%. Thank you, Wham, for blowing up my spot. Ladies and gentlemen, take a look at this screen. <laughs> Thank you, Wham. Take a look at this screenshot, folks. Here's where it comes from. And this is where Prater had done the math, and then we had to figure out where it actually came from. Ladies and gentlemen, when you look at an armada, when you scan an armada target, all right, Maztec says, nope, that's why you have to run two gala if it's 88%. Guess what? Go run, please. Test this for me, Maztec. Take two 40% galas, go run it against an exchange armada with Pike and Moreau, and tell me if your criticals equal zero, because I guarantee it does not. It does not. Okay? So, here's why. The 100% that we are assuming is the base value is not. Take a look at the screenshot just posted by Wambulance. On, this is on a level 37 exchange bank. This is an uncommon uh, uh, exchange armada. And you'll notice that right under its critical chance, you've got a 20% chance critical chance and a 200% critical damage. Meaning when it fires a critical, it's going to throw 200% of the damage. All right. Praetor 5 says two Pike Moreau Gala crews will negate an exchange armada, but only if it's maxed, Praetor. If it's 40%, it ain't going to work. Okay. Dirty Snowman says, I'll take that bet. I have proof. Oh, please. Challenge, because we've got proof, too. All right. Two max galas with Pike Moreau will do the trick. Two 40% galas will not. Does it work on exchange transport? Um, it's going to reduce it. It's going to reduce it, but you're not going to get it to zero, because your gala can't get to 100%. Not with just one. She's a common officer. Okay. So he may be talking about a regular armada. Is why he's saying that's working. 
Uh, you could. You could. Hey, Wham, since you threw the screenshot, uh, get one of a regular Armada, but hold it. Don't post it yet. Let's finish talking about this, and then we'll get it on tap. Okay? okay. So, guys, here's here's where the reduction is coming from. You see the critical damage uh, from the Uncommon uh, Exchange Armada. It's 200%. That is where the reduction begins. At 200%, if you've got two Galas that are 88%, you're only getting a 176% reduction, right? So you're still taking 24% on those criticals. When it throws a critical, which is going to be 20% of the time, you're still going to take damage. You're still going to take damage. What this particular show is going to be about, what we're going to do here, is we're going to explain how to take criticals to zero damage. How to take critical hits to zero damage. Now, why does that matter, DJ? Why does that matter? Because if the Armada is throwing 20% criticals, then that means 20% of the shots will fire nothing. Meaning that the Armada not only is not going to hit you with any critical damage, but it's only going to fire at 80% of its original strength. All right? Which is massive, folks. This is huge. Okay, not only eliminating criticals, but also reducing the number of attacks of the Armada by 20%. This is an interesting byproduct. It wasn't intended to do that, but a zero zero damage critical is actually dropping it. Now, Dirty Snowman says a regular Armada is 150%. You're exactly right. You're exactly right. So, two... 40% 40% Pike Moreau Galas can work in this scenario. It can work in this scenario because you're getting 176% reduction. It's not going to go sub-zero, all right? But you are reducing the 150%. However, if Wham has got that screenshot ready, what are the chances of critical hit? It's only 150% critical damage, but also only one out of 10 shots is going to be critical. So now you've dropped from 20% Uh, reduction of overall damage to 10% reduction of overall damage. So this particular crew is more advantageous with the exchange armadas. Now, it can help in normal armadas, but there's a point of diminishing return, right? If only 10% of the shots are going to be yielded uh, or going to be nullified, are you giving up some of the extra damage by running a Pike Moreau Gala? Now, by the way, doesn't have to be a Pike Moreau Gala. You might say, hey, listen, we've got one or two sacrificial lambs. You could do that. Uh, let's go back to, to Exchange Armadas for a second. Let's go back to Exchange Armadas for a second, uh, where it's a 20% reduction, because that, by the way, is proving to be quite, quite efficient. That's proving to be pretty important. But we don't have to have necessarily one complete sacrificial lamb. All right, you could get your 200% in a different way. Anybody come up with a different idea other than Pike Moreau Gala? Give me another crew combination or player combination that gets you to 200%. Anybody? Housekeeping says, "Ooh, ooh, ooh, can I answer? Can I answer? Please, please, please." Housekeeping, please provide the answer. Are you in voice? Come in and come in and and provide the provide the answer. Now he's typing. And he says, four galas. Four galas. Now, this was proven a long time ago. A long time ago, it was proven that, that officer abilities that impact the armada 
are shared amongst the entire team. All right. So Vespa Man says, have her on each ship. Uh, not every ship, but four of them. And they do need to be maxed. All right. Because at max, she's a 50% reduction. So how do we get to 200? We need four of them. We need four of them. Now, if I'm going to take two players and tie up six officer slots, all right, that's basically two ships that are not going to get me any kind of, of damage, right? They're not going to get me any kind of survivability. They're not going to get me any kind of damage in this armada. They are two ships that are literally going to go down in flames at the earliest possible opportunity. So how do we mitigate that loss? How do we get some of these officer slots back? We're losing six officer slots with a Pike Moreau Gala. Or we can use four officer slots on four different ships, meaning that one player is only losing one officer slot. So what else can you run? I'm with Crazy says, Kirk Spock? Yes, Kirk Spock. All right. Now, Medieval Knight says there's a couple of others. You could look at a Gorkon Curla. Uh, morale typically tends to be a little bit better. Medieval, just because you've got the extra survivability, you've got your shields recharging. Okay, uh, You could run a 5-6, Hudson says. 5-6 Gala is also a very good combination because 5-6 are fantastic on Armadas. All right. If you feel like living a long time, yes, Kirk Spock. Again, depends on how many people, how good they are, where the research is, where the ships are. Okay. Housekeeping says I didn't have the same results with four galas as far as overall uh, abilities. All right. And I don't know which way did you go, housekeeping? Was it better or worse? Now, you PM'd me. I think you said you had felt that a Pike Moreau gala gave you an edge. The reason that I don't feel that, uh, that I feel more testing, uh, the reason I feel more testing is necessary there is because Moreau's officer ability does not activate, or at least we don't think it activates, against Armadas. That has been said by Scopely, and it's been proven here uh, outside of, of exchange. All right? It's been proven that it doesn't work outside of exchange. So uh, right now, you can try a Pike Moreau on one or t on two of your ships if you wanted to do something like that. But I believe that the better, the better crew, at least early on, and there is more testing that needs to be done. In fairness to housekeeping, he was in on the ground floor of this research. Now, reasons that it could look different, housekeeping, could be uh, one Stella, one player who was different. Unless you ran the same level armada with the same five or six players every single time, five or six or seven different armadas, because you got to think there are still the, uh, the potential for some RNG here. There are some critical numbers, critical hits, and things like that that can matter on your attack side. He said it just felt better. I don't know why. <laughs> we don't have any conclusion, any conclusive data that indicates that it was better other than they felt like they took less damage. They felt like they took less damage. But here's the thing with that, okay? You do have two ships. And, and here's why, housekeeping, if I'm just betting, I'm going to say it felt like you might have taken less damage because your two sacrificial lambs sucked all the damage away from you guys. That's certainly possible. I'm not, that's just a, a postulation. Okay, I'm not saying that it, that it would have worked or not worked. I'm just saying that's one theory. Okay, it's one theory. Five and six, Snipe says, is only good if your Stella does not have the Stella-piercing leg of the research tree at a high value, since normally without it, the Stella does poor hull damage per shot uh, since most of it is mitigated. I'm going to have to think about that one. I've got to process that one through and look at the research you're talking about. Long story short, 
Long story short, you can spread the damage more across the entire armada if you are allowing one ship to only take a small piece of the sacrifice. If you take the sacrifice and divide it among four players instead of two, it's going to feel better. It's going to look better on paper. Okay? Now, Wham says there is a scenario. If you have two absolutely crappy ships, then let them run Pike Moreau Gala and the rest run a Kirk Spock Con. Okay? If you have two players that come out and say, hey, listen, my research is level four. <laughs> if I have research level four, can I play? Can I join? Then let them run Pike Moreau Gala. All right? But you got to make sure that their gala is maxed out. You got to make sure their gala is maxed out at 50% if you want that to work. Even I guess, yeah, because even 40% isn't going to work. 40% is only going to get you to 176%. All right, two maxed galas with Pike Moreau will get you over the 200%. It's actually going to get you 220%. So all you need to get to is 200%. Two 40 galas, not going to get it there. Three, uh, three galas will get you there if it's 40%, but two will get you there if it's 50%. Okay? Now, let's talk about regular armadas and how this translates. Regular armadas, they are throwing a 10% critical, uh, critical chance, meaning that if you run the three, uh, the three Pike Moreau Galas and you get those critical shots down, you are still, you're still sacrificing maybe too much. Now, further testing needs to be done on regular armadas, but at 10% of shots being 0%, there is going to be a little bit of a break-even point here, right? There's going to be a little bit of a break-even point because if, if you're giving up the attack of two or three ships and the armada is firing half as many criticals, then that's only 10% of its total shots that are now going to throw zeros instead of 20%. Now, Jerry Ryan says, what about Borgmatas? This would be great. This would be great uh, because Borgmatas are 300%, Jerry Ryan. All right? Borgmatas are 300%. You would have to run Pike, uh, maxed Pike Moreau Gala in three ships or, or nine of ten. Now, there is a difference, Stevens Aaron. You say all you needed was nine of ten. Nine of ten had a different ability. 9 of 10 reduce the critical hit chance. Meaning, all right, if you ran one 9 of 10, then 100% of your shots in a Borgmata were going to be normal shots, meaning that there was never any shots that didn't throw damage. Now, if you ran uh, the combination needed to get to 300% effectiveness on Gala in a Borgmata, then it does something different. Not only are you eliminating all of those criticals, but you're also eliminating 30% of that armada's shots. Okay? Stevens Aaron says it eliminated the chance, but yeah, I see what you mean. It would fire a blank. Yes, it would. Yes, it would. So you got to look. In a Borgmata, for example, when that comes back around, is a gala worth having? If you're running a six-man crew, if you're running a six-man crew, then you would need a max gala on all six ships, and it would do better than nine of ten. Why? Because not only is it reducing the criticals to zero, but you're eliminating 30% of the Armada's shots. Now, the dude says, who runs Borgmatas anymore? Nobody right now. 
but they are coming back. The space is still there. Okay, take a look at this screenshot from Wambulance. And by the way, one of the moderators, please help me out. Take all of these uh, screenshots from Wham and throw them into our graphics room, please, so people listening on podcast or on YouTube can get back to it. All right, take a look there, guys. Oh, that's the Mega Cube, by the way. 400% critical damage. 400%. So how do we get Gala to 400%? Let me do the math here real quick. We can get one. We can get a maxed Gala. We can get a maxed Gala to... We said 110%, right? So to get to 400% divided by 110, we need four players running a Pike Moreau Gala. Now, uh, Wham, Prater, let me ask you. If four players out of your five or out of your six are running Pike Moreau Gala, have we now lost the advantage of this? Have we lost the advantage of this? Because you're only now left with two crews that are actually going to do any damage. However, you have 30% of shots that are not going to fire. Okay? Housekeeping says you would need Pike Moreau, Gala on three, and two additional Galas as singles. So that means you've got five mismatched ships going into that thing. All right? However... You could get to that 400%, and now 30% of hits are going to throw zero damage. Not only that, the crits are huge. They're massive. So if you can not only eliminate all the crits, but take 30% less shots from the Borgmata, would you do better? Further testing is needed to confirm. All right, further testing is needed to confirm. Stevens Aaron says, I guess even if you reduced it to a very small amount, it would be better than making it zero if you could maintain a few attack crews. Possibly. What we need to do when Borgmont has come back around, this needs to be some really big testing. This needs to be some testing. We need to take somebody out with, say, 250 or 300% reduction, 350% reduction, and then maybe the 400% reduction and see what happens. All right, and see what happens. The fact that we can't run Borgmatas right now is, is the problem. Okay, but we, yeah, Jerry Ryan says, I can see that a balancing act might work best. Absolutely, because if you're trying to get to 400%, you're going to use all the ships. All the ships are going to have to use a gala in order to get there. All right, uh, as a matter of fact, Pike Moreau becomes necessary on at least two ships if you're going to try to get to the 400%. And guys, this is why. Now, I, I joked at the beginning. A lot of people said they knew about this, but now a lot of you guys are like, wow, that's interesting, that's exciting, that's different. All right, And, and, and because now you know why it's working. Either that... Or you, you misinterpreted why it worked before. <laughs> X-Rex says, now Scopely knows and they're going to change Borgmatas. Listen, th- th- here's why I don't think Scopely's going to do anything about it. Because this is, uh, is cultivating creativity. A 400% critical damage percentage is massive, folks. It's huge. All right? So, listen, there might be some strategy to using it. There might be some strategy to using it. But uh, you are looking for the best possible outcome because to get your gala up to 400% is probably going to sacrifice some of the damage that you're throwing. And a couple of members of this show, Gregor included, have said, well, gosh, it's all about damage. It's not about mitigation. It's all about damage. It's all about damage. Now, Wham just throw uh, through another screenshot. We were looking at the Mega Cube. Let's uh, take a look at a rare Borg Armada. That is 300%, so easier to get there. But you guys, look here. And, and I Beglin says, here's a screenshot from 
uh, a screenshot from Reb's video four months ago. That's great. I'm glad. I'm glad he talked about it. Okay, that's great. Super awesome. All right, but some some people didn't know, including myself. And I got excited about it today. And one thing that that I had to do was dive into the math, and this is why. Now, the dude says, here's how you get rid of it, all right? They reduce the critical chance to 5%. Well, fine. If they reduce the critical chance to 5%, (laughs) who actually wins? (laughs) Okay? If they reduce the critical chance to 5%, then now we can look at maybe not using Gala, you see what I'm saying? Because 5% may not be worth it. Hey, Prater, do you think if they dropped the critical hit chance to 5% that it would actually be worth using this crew if only one out of 20 shots was actually a critical? That would probably be better for us, right? Prater says it's not going to matter. Go back to normal Armada crews at that point. If they legit dropped, if they legit dropped the critical hit chance to 5%, then bring on the crits. I'll take that one out of 20 shot and use other officers. But given the fact, and guys, listen, I'm not even recommending this for normal armadas. 10% feels a little weak for me. All right? 10% feels a little bit weak for me on normal armadas. I don't know if it's beneficial. Uh, Again, further testing needed. But you can go out and test this. All right? Do you do better with a traditional armada crew or do you do better trying to get that 10% reduction in total damage. All right? The dude abides says we have actually stopped using it on normal armadas. Okay? We've stopped using it on normal armadas, meaning that they've done some testing and they determined that the 10% reduction in damage wasn't worth it. Hey, dude, double it. Now, if it's a 20% reduction, do you think that it could actually be beneficial? All right? Try it now. At 20%, I'm here to tell you, it does matter. We today, my team, uh, not soloed, sorry. My team got together and ran, what was it, Wham? Our very first 37, and we did it using Gala. We have not done a 37 yet, but we did today because not only are there no criticals, but 20% fewer regular shots. Okay, take a look at this screenshot. Uh, Moderators, please grab this one from Prater. Here's a level 35 uncommon where they didn't hardly take any damage at all. And that was just using four ships, by the way. They, They had six in there, but they were using four Kirk, Spock, Galas. All right, four Kirk Spock galas. They didn't even have to use a Pike Moreau. They took four maxed galas, ran four of them. That way they could still use all the, the, all the six other ships, ran a Kirk Spock variant. So you had Kirk Spock gala on four, and then maybe a Kirk Spock con or a 5-6 con, or a 5-6, uh, yeah, 5-6 con in the fifth and sixth positions. Okay. Truck and Chick says, using this information, uh, maybe smaller players with less promoted officers could do a Pike Moreau Gala. I'll take one per armada when I have one available. Now, remember, one isn't enough in this particular case, Chick. And don't forget that Gala is a common officer. Super duper easy. I have probably been getting officer XP for her for well over a year. And I, but I never promoted her because why? <laughs> why? Never, you know, today I promoted her to max and I only had her at level 10. <laughs> I never used her. 
And here is a common officer that can now be relevant in this game. And folks, this is what excites me. This is what this is what drives me in this game. This game is complicated. There's no doubt about that. But there are so many mechanics. There are so many things that we can learn and that we can try and do new things. And I give all the credit, all the credit in the world today to Housekeeping and Praetor 5. This was their baby. This was their hypothesis that they started and they saw it through. And holy cow. It's all about the math, says Kukar, and you got it right. Percentages, cumulative, formulas, multiplicative, additive, whatever, it is all about the math. How do you make the math speak to you? How do you make the math work for you? And housekeeping in Praetor 5 revolutionized Armada Crewing today. All right. Blue Mandalorian sums up with this. In my opinion, the weakest player should be running the Gala crew. Absolutely. Absolutely. You're, you're, you're absolutely right. Because the strongest player, you want them dishing out that damage. Not only that, but you want them lasting the longest. Okay. It's, it's important to note that the Gala crews die at the beginning, let's say even in round one. Crit is zero all the way to round 99. It doesn't matter if they survive. So they, the weakest players should be running that crew. It's just like we talked about, Wham, back in the Borg Mata days when you had 9 of 10. That was the sacrificial lamb. That needed to be the player who was not going to survive. Yeah, Chick, you're right. I mean, you, you, you and a couple of players have already known about this, but this has been a very well-kept secret. Tequila says, shame it's old news. Might have been for you, buddy. All right? But I'm here to tell you, just watching the chat in this room, 80% of players in here didn't even know about it yet. So I'm glad that somebody broke it four months ago. Cool. Good on Rev. But not everybody knew. <laughs> and, not, and, and here's what's even worse. Not everybody is going to know about it after today. It's up to you guys to share it. It's up to you guys to teach your team. All right? It's up to you guys to share the education. Make the other players better. Because in doing so, this game is more fun. If, you, if, if more players are more strategic and more competitive, then you have fun. It's only old news if you already knew it. <laughs> it's brand new news to a lot of other people. And now those of you listening here now know, and you can share it with others. All right. By the way, I asked, okay, <laughs> Lord Farquaad says, I'm not telling anybody. I love seeing awful crew setups. <laughs> maybe, maybe. Mandalorian says once enough people use it, it could be patched. I don't think so. This is a mechanic. This, this is not a mistake. This is not a bug. Okay, this isn't, this isn't an error. This is the game's design. These officers are here. Listen, it's not making it, it's not making it so that I can go one-shot a level 40 armada. Okay, it's not an, an exploit. I'm not able to do uh, crazy, insane things, but we can improve our gameplay. We can make it better. Okay? It's better. Now, some people are saying, I don't want to share with other people. <laughs> selfish. Selfish beings. Uh, but that's okay. It's more fun when our alliance can dominate the Armada events while others are crewing dumb, Arnie says. <laughs> Maybe. Maybe. But, guys, uh, this, this is what I'm saying. This isn't something that's broken. This is, uh, this is a mechanic that you can use to your benefit that works mathematically with the officer's and the stats that are already in the game. All right. Gala, you're right, Jerry Ryan. I don't remember seeing Gala on the list of officers that don't work. She's not there because she does work. 
All right. Blue Mandalorian says, additively, Gala Cruz should only be used when you're really trying to push the envelope on large targets. Otherwise, damage is more useful. Yeah, if you're running, if you're running five players uh, with Stellas in their research, you know, in their 20s against a level 31 uncommon, crew doesn't matter at that point, to be honest with you. <laughs> right? Wham, crew doesn't matter if, if you're going to go out with five ships and hit a 31. No. Crew doesn't doesn't even matter, okay? Crew matters when you're trying to push the envelope. Crew matters when you're trying to be the best. When you're trying to do, when you're trying to max your efficiency, that extra little bit, that extra two steps to be really good. BH Snipe says there's still people using Enterprises with Spock on Armadas in exchange space on my server. Oh my God, Snipes. Oh my God. I, it blows my mind. <laughs> it blows my mind. Prater says just because you have good or bad crews may doesn't may not have anything to do with it at all. Your org, your our, our, uh, sorry, your alliance may not even be organized enough to pull this off. Hey, and I'm not going to lie. Shout out to my own team who, yes, for the first 20, 30 minutes with this today, struggled because we asked them to throw out everything they had ever learned about Armadas and try a new crew with a common officer and a Moreau officer who doesn't work against Armadas. Can you imagine? People in our lines probably, wham, people in our lines probably thought we were, we were high. Hey, run Pike Moreau Gala against this Armada. <laughs> let's, see, let's see him go blow up. That's probably what people were thinking. All right? So even our own team was like, wait a second. Coordination was a little bit tough today because we're changing the mold. We're changing the mold. But you guys can try this, and it will work. Raxnar says, hopefully someone's taking notes and we can create some kind of a spreadsheet or document that summarizes. Yeah, Truck and Chick is probably scolding me in PM right now. I don't know if she is or not, but, but there probably is some stuff that we can put together here for you guys, okay? Uh, because the, the long and short of it is the math that, we, that, that we're looking at. The math is somewhat complicated, okay? <laughs> Hudson says it took them a year to, stop get, to get them to stop using Pike and Moreau in Armadas, and now we're telling them to go back. <laughs> That's funny. Only in that combination. Only in this one singular combination is it going to matter. All right. Morgul says, great, guys. This is going to be the excuse every time a teammate brings a hostile hunting crew to an armada. Yeah, don't bring Chen or Talon. Not going to work. <laughs> okay? <laughs> not going to work. But Pike, Moreau, and Gala could actually do it for you. But it depends on their Gala. So you guys, as alliance leaders, as alliance leaders or armada leaders, are going to have to figure it out. Now, V-Ready says, hey, sorry, go back. How many Pike galas or how many pike moreau galas that depends on what you're hitting okay let's assume for a minute that you're hitting an exchange armada which are 200 percent all right if you're going to do it with pike moreau you need two of them that are running pike moreau gala if their galas are 50 percent it will not work if they're 40 percent it has to be 50 percent or alternatively i may suggest four players with a 50 percent gala running a kirk spock gala and the other two doing whatever they normally do in an armada. DJ, okay. I did check something when it came to regular armadas. You can't run a PMG crew at 110% and a standard Gala at 50% and get the full benefit. That's correct. Because, guys, go back up to that screenshot. Regular armadas are only 150%. So you're only sacrificing two ships in that particular case. All right. 
and really technically only one, you know, four total officer slots out of the six on those two ships because the, the critical damage is only 150%. But again, going to have to really determine whether or not it's beneficial to you because you're only reducing the overall damage of the Armada by 10%. Okay. No, DJ, you, it doesn't work. You still take damage. It doesn't work. So running a Pike Moreau Gala and uh, a regular Gala against a normal Armada and you still take critical damage? Is that what you're saying, Prater? Yeah, exactly right. I've just put a screenshot in. Okay, uh, here we go. Prater just showed a screenshot. Well, that's a massive critical, too. That's not even a small critical. Uh, show show your, cre- uh, your crew there, if you don't care. I mean, obviously, I know you know what you're doing. You broke this whole story, so... Um, very curious. Now you ran you ran a Pike Moreau Gala, presumably at fifty percent plus a normal. Snipe says I don't feel like it would be beneficial on a normal Armada anyway because it's only ten percent. And and I don't I, can, I don't disagree. I know two Pike Moreau Galas work, but I never tried the just one Gala. I don't know why you'd want to do that anyway, but sure. Yeah, a pi- on a pike, uh, on a regular armada, you're own- you're getting half the effectiveness, guys, because it's only a ten percent critical chance. So you may it may not be something that's worthwhile on a normal armada. Now, why it's not working, we're gonna have to dive into and find out. Because technically, the one hundred and ten percent plus fifty percent should be equaling the one hundred and fifty percent. So it should be working. It's not working. We're gonna have to figure out why. But again, the effectiveness is less here so it's really not a huge deal that we figure out why it's not working i mean truthfully it's not a huge deal because it's probably not recommended anyway now you take that up to 20 percent or like 30 percent on a borg mata now we're starting to talk about something serious okay blue mandalorian says i uh, shouldn't probably use gala on a no, regular armada right. it, it target doesn't matter so much from- go ahead it doesn't matter on regular models but um if you were to try and say run two pmg crews and um, say a couple of Kirk Spock Geyler crews uh, on something to add it up to higher than its percentage chance, it may not work. So you're saying that we need to probably try to get it as close to re- close to even math as we can. Is that what you're saying? That if the percentage is too high, we might be breaking it. I well, I I, I don't know what the um, what the reason is. It's not working, but it's not working. So Prater- if you would say. Try. We, had, we had one PMG, one Gyla. Um, if we were to have two of those going for a, a Borg Marder 300%, may not work. Well, that wouldn't because that's only 220% and Borg is 300%. Now, uh, since you're... Two out, PMG, two Gyla would be 320. It'd be 320%. So, now, you know what? Try this while you're, while you're testing since you've got some people there. Try to run a regular Armada with three solo galas and make it exactly 150% and see if it works. See if it works. All right? Because if it does not, then maybe we do have a glitch. I don't think we do. But maybe if we try to do too much, if we try to overcompensate. It does work. Okay. Prater says it does work. Look there. There's three solo galas and no criticals. Or no uh, criticals issuing damage. 
Snipe says, like on normal armadas, it's more essential on the bigger armadas to have an Enterprise uh, and one of the other ships to have Nero, one of them with Gorkon, uh, everyone else trying to survive and do damage. Yes, and this further explains, Snipes, you're exactly right, this further explains why the assortment of crew why the assortment of crew is becoming more important. When we first started with Armadas a year ago, guys, we, I mean, I remember when this came out, Prater, I don't know about you. Everybody said Kirk Spock. Everybody said Kirk Spock. Like, literally, even, I, w- I was still in my previous alliance, and they were like, everybody bring Kirk Spock Carol. I, that's what we ran with. Like, on day one of Armadas, Kirk Spock Carol. That's what everybody said to bring. Now, again, this is over a year ago, so Decius wasn't a big thing, and Khan was definitely not a big thing. Kirk, Spock, Carol is what everybody told me to bring on day one. That's where we started. Look at how one crew has now evolved. Now, I'm not saying I love Armadas, okay? I'm not saying that. I, I love Armadas, just not to the extent in which we get them, okay? But they are very mathematically creative here. All right. There's an assortment of crews, and it's not one crew for everybody. There should be combinations to maximize your benefit. And that's what I said 20 minutes ago. This is to make you the best, to edge out your competition by utilizing a mechanic that makes you better, that makes you stronger. And here it is. All right. And here it is. Okay, so very, very cool data. And I want to thank Housekeeping and Prater 5 for spearheading all this research today. My team picked up on it simply because you guys were talking about it in this chat room. (laughs) Okay, (laughs) just because a deal says I'm blaming you if they change Gala's ability again. I don't this is not a gross negligent change in the game. This is like maybe edging out to get that one extra level. Okay. Jerry says, in my opinion, crew is the only decently cerebral part of this game, and you're not wrong. The, math, the mathematics and the crew and the abilities and finding a way to make things work better with other things, that's, what's, that's one of the big puzzles about this game that I love so much. Okay? Actually, uh, they have changed the way Guilers worked before because uh, back when they first came out, we ran PMG crews, and it was a 100% mitigation of all damage uh, and then they they switched uh, during one of the updates. They completely switched it, and then it stopped working. A hundred percent mitigation of all damage from critical hits. Yeah. Wow. So so guys, yeah, this this clearly is working as intended because it's already been corrected. Okay. Dirty Snowman says she's not supposed to work anyway. Her ability says for hostiles, uh, armadas are technically deemed hostiles, guys. Okay, I mean that unless otherwise stated. Like you'll you'll see some of the new officers specifically say uh, non-armada. Okay, hostiles. I mean, and why five of ten works on armadas? Okay, they are hostiles. Okay, they're hostiles. So there you go. Folks, uh, this has been a super cerebral part of the show. I hope that you take something away from it. More importantly, I hope that you actually get curious and start doing some testing. All right, because we're definitely not done with this. Prater uh, and Housekeeping and I started on this earlier today. We're definitely not done. We're definitely not done. There's definitely more to be done here. But enough has been done to prove that this can work. We're just going to have to fine-tune it a little bit, and I thank them for spearheading this research. You guys did a great job. 
You guys did a fantastic job. And uh, I would encourage you guys to, whether it's here in the chat room or in private message, uh, thank these two players for their contributions today because this is game-changing for Armadas. I know some of you guys have said you've been doing this for a long time, but I believe it's also extremely clear by the chat in the room is that you didn't know why it worked. All right, And now there's a way to tweak it to make it work better. Okay? To make it work better. And there you guys go. Okay? Uh, we'll take a quick break. When we return, we've got more to discuss in the game. As a matter of fact, uh, I wanted to take just a couple of minutes and talk about Stella in regards to Exchange Armadas. This, funny enough, the, 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 I, I guess what's interesting here is that the arc is over. The arc is over, and yet here we are still learning about Stella and exchange hostels and exchange armadas and how to become better. And the reason why this is important, guys, is because the Stella mechanic's not going away. The Stella Matas are going to be around forever. We're going to be running these every day forever because we want to get through the Outlaw Research Tree. And the only way to do that is by scrapping Stella. And the only way to do that is to run Exchange Armadas. This mechanic is not going away, and this is why we'll take all the time that we need to fully understand Stella and the research and the scrap cycle and, and the outlaw research tree and everything. So when we come back from the break, we've had a couple of people ask us, what researches should we truly be focusing on? What are having the biggest impact on our Stella Matas? Well, we broke that down for you, too, and we're going to talk about it coming up right after the break. My name is Ultimate DJs. This is a taping of Talking Trek Live, Star Trek Fleet Command's official podcast. Don't go anywhere. We'll return in a moment. This program is made possible in part by a grant from Land of Fakes Margarine, made with artificial vegetable oil and a picture of an Italian girl in the box dressed as an Indian. Attention college-age males. Falwell Pools is hiring students for a job that comes with hands-on experience. And almost a thousand of those are international students. At Falwell Pools, Mrs. Falwell will make sure every recruit gets a feel for the job. We'll have 69 lessons a week. <laughs> All of our training sessions are carefully watched by Mr. Falwell. We're wiping down every surface that's touched off in every hour. At Falwell Pools, we care about your employment package. So don't waste time at a boring gig you could care less about. Send a resume to Falwell Pools where every day is a floating holiday. New positions are opening up all the time. <laughs> did my best to notice when the call came down the line up to the platform of surrender i was brought but i was kind and sometimes i get nervous when i see an open door close your eyes clear your heart Or are we dancer? I, I, 
actually just now got the the reference. <laughs> Welcome in, everybody. Uh, earlier this week. Are we dancer? Are we human or are we dancer? Earlier this week, a member uh, of Server 15 got a piece of fan mail. I'm going to tell you this funny story really, really quick. Um, as a matter of fact, you can probably see it in our Talking Trek fan mail room. Somebody got a piece of fan mail earlier this week, and it said, uh, "It said, are you the guy who uh, who was being who hit somebody who was in an alliance called Rum R U M?" And uh, the guy sent him a message. That apparently, a guy that he had hit. He said, "Are you jammed or are you Rum?" And he responded with, "Are we human or are we dancer?" Which I died. Okay, absolutely died because that was like the most amazing. Fan fan mail response ever uh you guys can probably see it i think it's in our fan mail room if you read back a little bit but super well done by the way whoever did that i don't remember it was somebody in rum and whoever did that hats off to you that was a phenomenal quote and uh, extremely well thought out you guys are uh, you guys are great uh yeah, it was it's a song lyric sorry prater um <laughs> anyway yeah there you go there's the link very nicely done uh skits did it oh that's even better i love skits are you rum or are you jammed are we human or are we dancer what a bizarre answer but it was really really very funny so shout out goes to skits he's not listening right now but hopefully he'll he'll hear it later on and know that we truly appreciated his cerebral fan mail reply okay it was very very good all right, folks. Uh, yeah, thank you, Stephen Terrence. Very, very good. Uh, super delicious. All right. Uh, during the commercial break, you guys are talking very briefly about some stellar research. So, Mr. Fusion, thank you very much, post a copy of something we actually put out of our graphics room. Uh, and I'm going to throw it back into the graphics room so it's nice. Uh, it's right here and at the bottom for those of you guys joining us on podcast form or if you're in YouTube right now. Uh, by the way, streaming live. Hello, YouTubers. Hi, YouTubers out there. How you guys doing? Appreciate you uh, watching and listening. Come into the Discord and uh, and and interact with us. We'd very much appreciate that. We love having people come in and uh, being able to interact with us here live while we're taping the show. If you're listening in podcast form, uh, then appreciate you uh, listening after the fact. But still, a lot of fun if you can get here live at some point. So, guys, take a look. Mr. Fusion posted this uh, brief little Excel spreadsheet that I had actually typed up very, very early. Now, there's a couple of misconceptions. For example... Somebody says, well, ship component efficiency doesn't affect the Stella. You're correct, but it is one of the 160 of the M levels of research. Okay, So it does count for your M level, but you're right. It does not contribute to the effectiveness of Stella. So what does? Let's talk about that, guys. What research may be a little bit more important out of these Stella researches? Okay, let's take a look at the alpha leg. For some of you younger players who are just now coming through the alpha leg, or maybe you've only got one side of the alpha leg done, okay, and you're waiting on your beta, taken, uh, beta token to go back and do the other side. All right, there's a couple of researches here that are important to the battle efficiency of Stella. And Prater says, uh, you got it right. Prater says, power is only changed on the very first two Stellas in the Alpha Legs, and that is Stella Weaponry and Stella Hall. All right. The entire rest of the Alpha Leg, ladies and gentlemen, uh, that's not true. There is one extra research at the bottom of the Alpha Leg, and it's Crafty Engineering. Crafty Engineering is bonus shield health points for the Stella versus Eclipse enemies, all right? So that one helps as well. Now, again, maybe a little less important, 
because if you're running a Kirk Spock, then you've got probably, hopefully, infinite shield anyway. Praetor, go down on the bottom of the alpha leg. You got one more. All right. Crafty engineering does impact the Stella. Okay. Uh, crafty engineering works differently to Stella Hall and does not improve power rating. But guess what, Arnie? Power means nothing. Power means nothing with the Stella. We saw an Armada with 2 million power take out an Armada with 45 million power. Power means nothing with the Stella. It's all about the stats. It's all about the research. Crafty engineering does help. All right? You guys got to think. Extra 30,000 shield health points. It might not sound like a whole lot. All right? But 30,000 is a lot, especially if you're able to recharge that with Kirk and Spock. All right? Power means nothing, folks. All right? I've had, I've had players come to me before with terrible crews, but they've got an extra 100,000 in power. Guess what? I can, I can beat you. I can beat you. All right? I, I've shared screenshots with you guys before of me taking out a ship 800,000 power higher than mine because I have a better crew. Crew is everything. Crew is everything. All right, so you say power determines who gets in an armada. Not really, Dark Lord. Teamwork should determine who gets in the armada, <laughs> okay? But yes, power uh, does, I mean, if you're just going to free-for-all it, okay, power is something that is used as a metric in this game. But for effectiveness, all right, for effectiveness, power is less important than your abilities, Power is less important than your abilities, and your abilities come from crew and research. Your abilities come from spending time understanding the research, understanding the mechanics, and improving your crew. That's why Truck and Chick said last week that officers are with you forever. Even Big Country has said that before. Officers are with you forever. All right. Even Star Trek came in here and said, uh, Star Treks, I think his name was, came in and said, listen, I'm an officer guy because while you guys are chasing ships, I'm chasing the abilities. My abilities will last forever. All right. Lord Farquaad says more power equals more loot. Yes, that is correct. That is correct. But it's also, it's also a smaller factor. Okay, the power does go up with the research done. But again, stacking crazy crew on there is not the end-all be-all. For example, crafty engineering. Let's use that one for example. Crafty engineering does not increase the power of your ship, but it does increase the ability by adding, in my case, 22,500 extra shield health points. Okay, so that one matters too. If you're looking at the alpha leg, the three that are going to help you the most are Stella Weaponry, Stella Hull, and Crafty Engineering. Now, <clears throat> there are two others that will, that will indirectly improve the power of the Stella, and that's Rogue Hulls and Rogue Shields. This will increase the power of your Stella, but it also increases the power of every other ship. Every other ship. Okay, <laughs> Wham just says, yep, you guys are right. Power is everything, as he shows his 630,000 Stella defeating a 1.5 million Sally. Okay, there's another one. Uh, Bordas at 1.3 million, destroying a 2.7 million Burrell. Folks, it, it matters. Okay, crew and research. That's it. All right, so 
let's let's go back, guys. You guys are getting off track. Let's go back to the research. What research should you be focusing on in the alpha leg? What is important for you to get to level seven or level eight or level nine or as high as you possibly can? All right. I believe that I'm going to start with anarchist weaponry. Anarchist weaponry, which, by the way, is not an M-level research, but at its max, at level 10, gets you 700% bonus piercing for all ships against Eclipse hostiles, which includes Eclipse armadas. Okay? Secondly, then you got your stellar weaponry, which is a direct stellar research. All right? And you also have stellar hull, which is a direct stellar research. Which of these two are more important? I'm probably going to say, oh, you know, it depends on what camp you're in. We talked about this very early on. It depends on whether or not you're a believer in survivability or a believer in attack. Gregor would say attack. Wham would say survivability. Bull would say survivability. I like attack. All right. Karkin likes survivability. So it just depends on where you are, okay, as to how you've played the game. Is your Khan up there, or is your Kirk and Spock maxed out? All right. Is your Decius maxed and your Kirk maxed, or is your Spock maxed? Now, Jerry Ryan says it has to be a combination of both. Agreed. All right. Yeah, agreed. But in the, for the purposes of these armadas, you've got two factors. You need decent attack. You need decent damage dealt. But you also have to survive the longest in order to deal the most damage. Okay. Ibeglin says when you're sixth in power in a five-man armada, power is kind of important, just saying. Again, I don't disagree, Ibeglin, but if you guys are free-for-all showing up, in my opinion, you're not doing it right to begin with. Okay? There should be a call-in system. There should be your team, especially now that assorting your crew is important. There should be a pre-call. I should go into my alliance chat and say, hey, listen, guys, I want to run this 37 uncommon. All right? Who's in? And I'm going to take the, the first four or five players that say that they're in, and then I'm going to, and then I'm going to assign them their crew. <laughs> all right? Based on what I know about my team, all right, I'm going to come in to uh, the player who's, you know, Ops 28, and I'm going to say, you run Kirk Spock Gala. And then the Ops 29, you run Kirk Spock Gala. All right? I'm going to do that four times. And then I'm going to say to, to Trash Panda and Wambulance, hey, you guys, <laughs> you guys just bring your guns. Okay, y'all bring the guns, all right? Because those are my those are my brutes. Those are my beasts. Those are the people that I want to come in and wallop this armada for me. Okay, those are the the big guns. So there should be some there should be some organization here. If people just show up at an armada target, you're not going to be successful for a multitude of reasons. One. People are going to get frustrated that they get bumped because if you are the sixth man in a five-man armada, then you're, you're frustrated, all right? Especially if you showed up and you waited all 15 minutes or in this case, seven, all right? That's, so you're frustrated. Feelings are going to get hurt. You're going to end up, you know, going home. You're going to take your basketball and go home because you're tired of getting bumped from armadas. The people who are in the armadas are running all sorts of crews, and, and it's not even a, a, an efficient crew. Maybe everybody is running Kirk, Spock, and Khan, all right? And nobody is running Nero. Nobody's running Gorkon. Nobody's running Gala. You see what I'm saying? There's, there's reasons. There's reasons that you want to organize this a little bit better. 
Lost Waldo says, we've actually had people quit our alliance over this. So get better at it. Waldo, I'm with you. You got to get better at it. Housekeeping says Armadas, I remember a year ago, Armadas were so heated at first. They were. <laughs> they were. And, and so people now, I think, have gotten better at it. But if you're still using that method from a year ago, it's time to evolve, I think. Just my opinion. Okay? It's time to evolve. So, back to research, guys. <laughs> you can't get me off... Yeah, getting me off topic here. Snake Eyes jokes. He says, it's absolutely a dictatorship. There's a chain of command for a reason. All right? It's a phone game, not the United States of America. It's my way or the highway. This doesn't need to be an example of democracy versus communism. (laughs) It's actually really funny, but it's true. Okay? It's true. If I'm starting the Armada, I'm the leader. Do what I say if you want to play in my Armada, and we'll do well. All right? If you screw up my Armada, I'll never invite you to another one. Right? If you screw up the armada and you can't be counted on to support your team, then you will be starred out of all of my armadas moving forward. My directives, my way. All right. Armada leader is the king of the armada, says uh, uh, Elam. Armada leader is the king of the armada. What they say should be law for that armada. Agreed. All right. But also about helping your younger players, too. Stevens Aaron says, it's also about helping your younger players too, uh, but when it's a rare, of course, I'm going to be picky because they can be tough. I agree with that. And, and your alliance should be running a segment, uh, a segment of these armadas for your younger players. Get them involved. Get them excited. Because I'm here to tell you, at least for the exchange armadas, there aren't in a bunch of directives too, folks. Oh, LMNOP. I get it. Wow, that is awesome. Love your name. Genius. LMNOP. It's like from the alphabet song. <laughs> Yay. <laughs> Very much like it. All right, guys. Research. You guys are killing me. We only got like 15 minutes left. Research. If you are going through the outlaw research tree, here's my opinion as to what you need to be focused on. <clears throat> Stella Weaponry and Stella Hall are the top two. Depending on which side of the leg you chose when you first went through, or if you've already received your beta token and you're coming back to get both sides, all right, those are the most important. I have those each at level nine, all right, but most of the rest of my alpha leg is at level one and level two. But I have those at level nine because those are important. To get those to level nine, I also had to max anarchist weaponry, which I also think is very important. So those first three of the alpha leg, big time. Very important. All right. Moving forward, crafty engineering is good. Crafty engineering is good. I have that to level five. I think that that's good. Also, rogue hulls and rogue shields, I think, are extremely important. But those are, those are not part of the M research because they affect all ships, not just Stella, but they're also difficult to progress. I've only got each of those at level one because the prereqs are so high to go on up. So if you get them to level one, that's great. Don't, ru- you know, don't rush trying to get those built up because I don't, and they are expensive researches. But rogue hulls, rogue shields are also very, very good. Okay? Eclipse, uh, let's talk about the beta leg. The beta leg. All right? Start with Eclipse Defenses. Eclipse defenses, just like anarchist weaponry, very important, but not a part of the M number. Darksider says, is there an advantage, an additional advantage for a high M number? So the direct answer is yes. 
but indirectly, no. Okay, the M number doesn't do anything for you. It doesn't indicate uh, how many times you've scrapped or whatnot. It is just a summary of the research you've done. But the higher the M number, in most cases, the more efficient and the more researched your Stella is. But there's wrong researches you could do. For example, if my if my M number is twenty, but all I did was Stella warp drive uh, and crafty engineering and highway robbery then my battle research is not very good. You see what I'm saying? If all I focused on was, was Stella Warp Drive, I'll be able to get anywhere super fast, but it doesn't do anything for battle. And that's what matters in this ship is the battle research. Okay? Uh, in the beta leg, let's talk about the beta leg. The beta leg, Eclipse Defenses, I think is very, very important. <clears throat> Darksider says, so, so technically there's no additional advantage of the M number. All the bonus comes from the research, and the M number is just for visualization. Yes. M stands for mud, Luke Ness Monster. M stands for mud. Your mud model research. I assume this stands for mud. Mud had a ring that looks just like that M. I'm going to assume it's mud. I don't know that they've actually ever told us. All right. So beta leg, eclipse defenses. I like that. Stella defenses, pretty important. Stella piercing, pretty important. All right. If you're focusing on one side of the beta leg because you don't yet have your gamma token, then my recommendation is definitely the bottom half of beta. All right. I'm definitely recommending the bottom half of beta. Why, DJ? Why do you recommend the bottom half of beta? I recommend the bottom half of beta because at the end of that beta leg, you have highway robbery. Highway robbery is huge, folks. Absolutely massive. Absolutely massive. At, at level one, it's a 150% bonus loot. All right, bonus loot bonus, uh, or loot bonus, sorry. 150%. Now, is, is highway robbery two worth it? That's, that's marginal, okay, to be honest. Level one, absolutely. Get it done. But I have waited on level two because level two cost 10,000 stellar particles and it only increases my bonus from 150 to 175%. So I've actually passed on that. I have not done Highway Robbery 2 because I'm using my stellar particles for battle. All right. And in the beta leg, I do like stellar defense. However, you know what my absolute favorite is? My absolute favorite is kinetic guerrilla warfare that one i think is absolutely massive and as far as battle goes as far as battle is concerned that is the most important battle research in the bottom half of the beta leg kinetic guerrilla warfare spare no expense on that research that research for me is only level three level four costs sixteen thousand stellar particles 16,000 stellar particles and and 3300 outlaw research credits but it's getting me 22,000 additional damage per shot per shot now lmnop says loot bonus versus ship component efficiency which is actually better well that depends on you that depends on where you are with your ships. Let's talk ship component efficiency for a second. Material cost efficiency for ship components, except we have learned that it's not 
cost efficiency for all materials. It is literally only cost efficiency for the basic G3 materials, crystal, gas, and ore in both three and four star. So it doesn't help you with uranium, doesn't help with plutonium, doesn't help with frequency modulators or charge nanoprobes, all right? Non-unique materials if we're going to try to give it a title, okay? But it basically, long and short of it, it's just crystal, gas, and ore at the three and four star levels. So if you've got a ton of ship components to do, then sure, that could be important. But look, level one is only a 5% bonus, 5%. All right, no, I'm not knocking 5%. 5% is, is significant, but it doesn't do anything to help me in my progression for Stella, and Highway Robbery does, because Highway Robbery is increasing my payout from these armadas, therefore allowing me to refine more uranium, therefore allowing me to get my Stella higher, therefore allowing me to scrap it for more Stella particles, therefore allowing me to use more Stella particles to advance my research faster. Okay. Prater 5 says, wait a second. Ship component efficiency affects G3 and G4? Yes, sir. Yes, sir. It does. All right. Arnie says, though, 5% bonus could potentially be 500 uncommons less needed for a single enterprise tier up. Agreed. Except ship component efficiency, because it's a ship component, ladies and gentlemen, is a rebate program because Scopely still has yet to fix the display on ship components. (laughs) Yeah, let's get that one back, Scopely. Let's get that one back. All right. Yeah, that one. We need that improvement. We need need that displayed savings because, yes, uh, ship component efficiency is just like any other ship component in that it is a refund. Okay, there you go. So that's my argument for highway robbery over ship component efficiency. Again, you guys can do what you want to do. I'm not telling you what to do. This is just what I did. This is why I did it. And you guys can argue or disagree and do it a different way if it works better for you. That's that's awesome. I love it. Okay. Raxnar says, well, I'm going to 6 out of 15 on highway robbery tonight. Well, that's pretty significant. 6 out of 15 is going to take that bonus all the way up to 275%. Therefore, more loot. Therefore, more uh, upgrades for your Stella in a faster turnaround time. Therefore, more Stella particles faster and more research faster. Guys, get what I'm saying here? All right. Love it. Love it. Y'all should be running Armadas all the live long day. I know. Can't believe I just said that. Let's move on. <laughs> All right. So in the beta leg, in the beta leg, kinetic guerrilla warfare is my absolute favorite. I think it has the most impact of anything else in the beta leg, and vice versa. If you're on the top layer of the beta leg, then energy guerrilla warfare is going to be going to be even bigger. All right. Raxnar says kinetic warfare or highway robbery. Hmm. Me personally, Raxnar. Here's my opinion. Me personally, I think that I would do kinetic warfare first, and here's why. Kinetic warfare first is going to allow me to hit larger targets, therefore getting me more loot anyway. Okay? Not to mention, as somebody pointed out at the beginning of the segment, it is going to increase my Stella power, which means I'm also going to get a bigger share of the Armada loot to begin with, and therefore increase my bonus already. 
You see what I'm saying? Now, some other people are saying you definitely want to max highway robbery as your rep goes up because the increases to faction costs hurt. Uh, I agree. I don't disagree. You, you definitely want to get it as high as you can. But for battle, I, I still think that the battle abilities need to be first and foremost here. Okay? I think that the battle abilities need to be first and foremost because that means you can do more at a larger level. And if your power is increased, not only are you getting the higher base loot from the larger target, but your power is going to be increased, meaning that your percentage of the base loot you're going to get is going to be higher anyway. You're taking more of the pie. So that's my reasoning on the energy or kinetic guerrilla warfare. Okay? There you go. That's impressive, Mark. That's pretty impressive. Okay? Um, there you go. Anybody have any questions? And I'm not going to go into Gamma because very, very few people are there. And if you're in Gamma, then you've got a lot of these researches figured out. I'm wanting to talk today to the guys who might still have half of their alpha leg locked or uh, are working on both sides of the alpha and on one side of the beta or maybe are getting there here in the next couple of uh, weeks or months so that you can know which way you want to go. Okay. Cavacor says, I have not unlocked even the lower beta leg. Uh, some people have not gotten to beta yet, and that's okay. Maztec asked the question, and you know what, Maztec? I saw you send me this message earlier, and I apologize for not answering. Um, at known, uh, does anybody know what the known associate cost is in exchange credits? The reason that I think nobody's going to know yet, uh, Maztec, is because nobody is known associate yet. But the people who bought the research packs to get the Gamma token, they got that known associate token in their pack so they didn't have to buy it with, um, with uh, outlaw credits. All right? So nobody knows the cost of that yet because nobody is known associate. And the only people who have used that token were able to acquire it directly out of a pack. So nobody, know, nobody has had to buy the known associate token out of the store because nobody is, as of yet, a known associate. Mathematically, it's not possible to be there. Big country. Ah, uh, yes, yeah, he says next Thursday. I knew he's the farthest along of anybody that I know. Big country is the farthest along of anybody, and that's in the galaxy. On the official Discord, I have not found anybody farther along than big country is. Big country will be the known associate next Thursday and uh, that is eight days from now and uh, he will be able to tell us the cost of everything uh, in the known associate store he will be sending us the screenshots as he always does and i thank him for leading that research and leading that contribution on the known associate tree all right very good a couple of you guys are getting pretty close raxnar says 249 to known associate uh hudson says 210 to go uh, let me see where I'm at. I, I think I'm way farther behind than that. I have definitely slowed down as the cost of things have gotten expensive. I've slowed down. I am accomplice, but I am still 348,000 away. <laughs> Ape says only 200,000 to go to known associate. Ooh, Metal says I'm only 186 away. Hey, Big, where are you at? Where are you at, Big? Are you less than 186? Because I don't know what you guys are accumulating right off. I can't think about it. Um, let's see. Harry says, I'm only 95K to known associate. Oh, big country still got you beat. Sorry, big country still has you beat, ladies and gentlemen. Look at big country. <laughs> big country, only 77,000 points away from known associate. He still has you guys beat. I don't know how. I don't know how. The dude's a machine. He's a robot. 
<laughs> he's a robot. Him and Zuckerberg were came off the, the same manufacturing line. All right. Uh, yeah, we can't see yours, Wham, because you got a, a stupid, annoying banner in that screenshot. Damn it. Ah, <laughs> uh, the banners. All right, folks, uh, let's do this. Let's take our final break. <laughs> let's take our final break. When we come back, we'll uh, wrap up with your feedback and your discussion today about anything we've talked about. We'll play a game, and we will get the heck out of here right on time today. My name is Ultimate DJs. I'm your host of Talking Trek Live, Star Trek Fleet Command's official podcast. Don't go anywhere. We'll be back in a moment. This program is made possible in part by a grant from Spanka, the decaffeinated coffee that knows you've been bad. Hey folks, it's the POTUS with the MODIS, Donald Trump, inviting you to my convention leftover warehouse. We've got great deals on fact checkers that have never been used, believe me. We've also got thousands of unused masks from my big speech on the White House lawn. Plus, the shock collar they put around my neck so I wouldn't say anything crazy. It still works. If you're looking for reading material, we got Don Jr.'s coloring books, Eric's Mad Magazines, and Mike Pence left stacks of this book called The L-Bib. Whoops, I'm holding it upside down. It's called The Bible, which as you know is my favorite book in the world. Don't waste your time on a bunch of knockoff Trump gear that was made in China. Come to the convention leftover warehouse for genuine Trump gear that was also made in China. says that's it i quit going to play eve <laughs> do, their, do their content creators play umbop come on now this was requested come on now everybody sing along I'm sorry. <laughs> this It wasn't my choice. You guys, listen, you 100% know that I take requests for every single show. I don't ever pick songs. Like, literally, I never, ever, ever, ever pick music. All right? Somebody cop up. Who actually requested this song? Because it came out of this chat. It came out of this chat. So who did it? All right? It wasn't me. <laughs> it wasn't me. More paperwork, says Snake Eyes. Yeah, we just got booted off of YouTube. Sorry about that. Sorry. Oh my God, I Beglin, you are killing me with the with the Rev references today. Uh, I, you know what? That's it. I, I am. I admit it. I am a copycat. <laughs> Anything that Rev does, I'm going to do. Okay, it's just that's just how it is. All right, that's the nature of our relationship. All right, I take all of his ideas, I claim they're mine, and I deliver it in a substandard format. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I'm kidding. I'm kidding. Uh, welcome back, everybody. My name is Ultimate DJs. You're listening to Talking Trek Live, Star Trek Fleet Command's official podcast. I really, I literally can't, can't keep it together at the moment. I'm so sorry. I can't. I am trying to keep it together, but you guys requested the Hanson song. Okay, wasn't me. Wasn't me. Guys, let's uh <coughs> excuse me. 
Let's take a few moments. Let's take a few moments. Oh, no. Stevens, Aaron, what did you do? Oh, my God. All right. So for those of you listening in podcast uh, or those of you watching on YouTube and you might not get you might not get the image of this right away. Stevens Aaron, talk about, here's his quote, talk about major fail, major, major fail, even when we reminded our alliance members over and over and over again, here he is showing 178,000 heist loot in his inventory. Oh, gag, gag. Oh, oh, he says not him, not him. Oh, whew. all right. Who was this? Somebody, somebody in your alliance? Stevens, Aaron, what happened? Tell us the story. Tell me, oh, used used to be. Jayberg says used to be in the alliance. That is an instant boot and loot, right there. Instant boot and loot. Oh my gosh, I can't believe it. You know what? Maybe, maybe something really important happened in their lives. Maybe something, you know, really catastrophic or something happened, and they weren't able to get in the game to spend their heist loot for the last twenty-eight days. Mm. goodness gracious yes thank you Prater 5 have you ever looked at somebody for a while and just wondered who ties your shoelaces for you that's what I would be thinking looking at the player who was complaining to me that he still had 180,000 heist loot still in his inventory I'm sorry if you are a listener of this show and that is you and you feel like I'm making fun of you I apologize uh, but you deserve to be made fun of sir or ma'am all right, I apologize. Uh, to have 180,000 heist loot still today is redonkulous. Stevens Aaron says, no, he's not listening, and that's probably the problem. <laughs> yes, thank you, Stevens Aaron. Appreciate that. All right, folks, uh, very quickly, let's uh, spend the next three or four minutes. The floor is open. I would like to ask you guys your comments uh, on what we have discussed today. I don't want to branch out too wide. I want to I want to get your feedback and your comments on what we've discussed today. Questions for our testers. Yes, Talking Trek now has official testers, ladies and gentlemen. Um, any questions for our testers? Or, uh, or anything that you guys would like to do. Here, right now, the floor is yours. You got five minutes. Welcome to the show. Welcome to the stage. Anybody? Anybody? Come now. Somebody. Did, did we really explain it uh, so well that we, we don't have to ask any questions about it? Maztec says, um, you took two hours to say run gala on armadas and do more research. First of all, Maztec, it's only been 97 minutes. Actually, 95, technically. We started at 4.02. Secondly, that's what this show is, okay? It's taking a little tiny bit of something and talking about it for six hours. That's radio. <laughs> Welcome to long-form radio. That's, have you guys never listened to talk radio? Talk radio, that's what they do. They take one news story and they talk about it for four hours. All right. <laughs> that's that's what happens. That's radio. All right. Uh, Molly Weasley says, when would we use the new rogue officers? Good question. Anybody have an answer for that? Because my answer is don't. <laughs> Me personally. I'm sorry. That was inappropriate. Yeah, but you know what? Some people are saying the same thing. Jerry Ryan says never. DeHagas says never. Krauss says maybe in the year 2030. <laughs> Okay. Uh, if you're if you have multiple Stellas and you're up there uh, five shipping it, they are very useful. That's true. But didn't you also tell me that there comes a point where your crew no longer matters? 
Like didn't, didn't yes, but like you can run Avix, Sesha, and Goon, and they'll far succeed, uh, succeed any other crew you can use, even Pike Rochen or Pike Marotalon. Okay, say that one again. There you guys write this down for those of you who are interested. What's your crew? Your crew of choice the, for grinding Eclipse hostels. You said like the Avis, uh, Roe, and uh, Sesha. Um, they work really well, and you can go up there with the Stella. And there is a point, like you said, once once you're still so high, it doesn't matter. You can put. You can put Keenzer on there and still do well, but those guys <laughs> will make a weak Stella better than my Max Stella with uh, my best crew on. There you go. Farming Eclipses anyway. All right. I bet. And if you want XP so good on there, and it works well. That's what I was just going to say. I beg and suggest Talon, Pike, and Goon for fast XP. Uh, not necessarily the most efficient in hitting hostels, but extremely fast accumulation of ship XP. Tequila says, will Row Mud ever be useful? Uh, well, I think that um, Wham just kind of gave you an, a scenario in which she could be used. Okay. Uh, housekeeping says only one known person has five Stellas, and he is on this show. <laughs> you know what? <clears throat> Good for him. Good for him. He, by the way, how many security keys do you have or codes? Uh, I think I posted 13.2 million, I think. 13 million. Guys, he's set for a while. He said for a while, not only that, uh, he's got the ability to earn uh, Stella Particles probably at a somewhat faster rate than us because he can be working on more than one Stella to max up at a time. You see what I'm saying? Like it, he he can he can be maxing these, you know, with the plutonium that or yeah, the uranium. Sorry, the uranium that he's earning, he can use on multiple ships, getting them higher and therefore getting higher uh, payouts with the Stella particles. You are still limited by the scrapyard, but to be honest with you, scrap is only like 15, 16 hours. So if he can do can all... Do it. Yeah, if you can... Tier 5. So I have a question. Yeah, there you go. Hey, V-Ready, what's up? What's your question, buddy? So what's the best crew for Stella against Eclipse? For Stella against Eclipse what? Hostiles? Well, he, he just said that. Yes. Yeah, uh, he just said that. Wham, I'm sorry. One more time. Better than Pike Moreau Chen, you are using... Avis, Bro, and Sesha. Avix. For farming Eclipse Hostels. It, it does really well. Avix I mean, and Moreau. I have no issues with Is it. that what you said, Moreau? more damage doing that, too. <laughs> actually take less damage. Okay, let me let me go again. You said Avix, Moreau, and Sesha. No, no. Avis, Row, R-O. Row, 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 Row. Sesha. Avix, Row, Sesha. You guys can try that out. And I, and I take less damage than Pike, um, Monroe, and Channel or Talon. So that's better than the fight crew? For me, yes. For doing Eclipse Hostels. Now, again, remember, guys, all right, this is something. My research is really high, so there could be a lot of error. You guys remember, his research is now in the 70s, okay? So some of you guys aren't going to be there yet, but eventually they will cross over. Eventually, uh, again, like we kind of said, crew really just doesn't matter anymore, okay? Run a mining crew, and it can still go kill 100 hostels. It will eventually happen. Um, No with officers. Sorry, repeat yourself. What rank are those officers? They're all fives. Yeah, most of us aren't at that point yet. So Pike Moreau no. channel no, is better. I, when I mean five, I mean you just I just got them. Like they're level five, not tier you know, five. Five into it. Yeah, not, not tier, tier five. Not tier, tier five. Tier one. Level five. All right. So he just has them at their base abilities. All right. Uh there you go. <laughs> Dreamweaver says your mom's a five out of five. Wink, wink. <laughs> All right. 
<laughs> and he, oh, okay. And uh, let's see. Keeping in the family. Here, yeah, so there you go. Courage says, which one is captain? I believe he said Avix as captain. Is that what you said? Avix and then Roma. Yeah, yeah the, the blue alien looking dude. She's a chick. And then Ro. Yeah, she's a chick. Yeah. Avix. The other blue officer. Yes. <laughs> the kid. There you go. All right. Any more questions? Very quickly. While we've got the outlaw. Uh, expert here, Mr. Wambulance with five Stellas, uh, and Mr. Uh, Big Country here, who is only 70,000 away from known associate. These two are very invested into the Outlaw expansion. If you guys have questions, this is a great opportunity to ask very quickly. Got a minute or two. Anybody? Great. So how much better is that than uh, five? What are are you? How are you using five in that scenario? Because really, I don't know that five is an ideal scenario there anyway. I, I've been using Pike Moreau and, and Chen, which is normal, right? I've been using Pike Moreau and Chen and doing okay. I still don't know that I would have incorporated five into that crew. Um, but uh, as a point of comparison, if you can, my William, five gives me so much more than Pike Moreau. Okay, I'll have to try it. I'll have to try it. Have, have you tried that one, William? The, the crew I gave you is better than uh, five Kirk and Spock. I can tell you that. Okay. There you go. So five Kirk Spock has been tested. Uh, for what, what, farming Eclipse hostiles, not for armadas, yeah, but for the hostiles themselves. There you go. Um, Spock the Avenger says five, nine, and seven for the Eclipse hostiles. I have not tried a full board queue. That would be uh, – Spock, here's why I don't like that crew. I, I don't like that crew for the purposes of that you're trying to go for full synergy, and five does not benefit you with full synergy. Like, she literally, yeah, it's too much synergy. You are going to get a better return dropping either nine or seven, all right, because five does not function any differently with single sided synergy versus double sided synergy because she caps out the mitigation, okay? So. Five with one Borg officer would be fine, but you max your mitigation right there. So a second Borg officer might be overkill, and you could probably find somebody else. All right. Devil's Advocate says Bones, Five, and Goon. Uh, okay, good for ship XP, good for loot, not good for survivability in any way, shape, or form. You want loot. You always want Jayla, hands down. Well, yeah, yeah, but I, that's what I'm saying. If you want survivability, you know, five's not right there. But, you know, yeah, Bones, Five, and Goon is good for the loot, so that ain't bad. Uh, V-Ready says Five, Seven, Chen has been my best, okay? And so, yeah, therefore, I might, you know, Five is going to get you the loot bonus plus the mitigation. Seven is going to get you the bonus mitigation and then Chen for the damage, re- uh, damage reduction. That might be a better option for you, Spock. Uh, try a Five, Seven, Chen, Five, uh, try 5-7 Chen, but we'll try the new uh, new crew. Blokeman says, yeah, that's not worth it. Which one, Blokeman? Which one do you not like? Uh, Maztec says, Wham, can you tell us how 5 Stellas is useful? Surely uranium is a huge bottleneck. So uh, before Wham answers, I'm going to tell you what my interpretation is. Because I also, I was curious, why 5? Okay. Uh, 3 to fight. 3 maybe for hostiles, uh, armadas, or any combination of such. 1 to be built. uh, 1 in the scrapyard. But not only that, all right, uh, uranium being a huge bottleneck, sure. But he's also doing a ton of armadas, so he's always pulling triple refines. And uh, he's got uranium. He's got uranium out the ears, okay? Um, Wham, if you don't mind, and, and not to mention, too, also, guys, the research that he has 
is making them useful outside of the outlaw research tree. They're great in mild PvP. They're excellent in raid defense or base defense. Uh, they can be great in you know mild cracking of bases. I mean, they're getting strong. They're actually getting strong. So, Wham, what was your thinking when you decided to buy five? Because surely you didn't know the outcome when you bought five of them, or did you? Well, it wasn't just a farm the clips tokens because, you know, you could do that with two or three and still get like uh, 13 million, or you could use your regular ships. More was the resources reduction of using bigger ships to farm it. Now, I don't know if there's going to be more events by scope play for Eclipse hostile farming. But if there is, five Stellas is by far the cheaper way to do it. If you're sending your Jelly or D4 out there to farm those Eclipses, you're messing up. Uh, a noob level Stella can kill a 37, at least five or six of them. Um, right now, I'm killing 39s with no problems, right? Uh, at least 10, 15 per ship. Uh, so I'm getting the Eclipse hostels there. Now, somebody brought up, you know, why do I have five? Well, if you max your highway robbery, um, getting your Stella t T4 every day and scrapping the T4 is not an issue. As long as you're doing about three or four armadas a day, you'll never have a problem, the green stuff. It's the blue that's the holdup uh, once you get to the blue for the rares. Well, and we've talked but, about that too, Ray, uh, Wham, as we've said, listen, if you if you are taking a second Stella to just build and scrap, build and scrap, uh, depending on your accessibility to uranium, Tier 4 is where you stop anyway. Okay, Tier 4 is where you stop. And me, just to keep myself moving along, I'm stopping at Tier 2. I'm doing a level 10 scrap. Now, that's not, you know, mine's definitely a slower but a cheaper method because I don't have as much uranium. Uh, but Tier 4, for the, for the Stella that's always going to be scrapped, you don't want to go higher than Tier 4 anyway. Level 20 is still the sweet spot for scrapping, absolutely, because it requires a fraction of the cost of uranium that Tier 5 does and does not require rare. Okay, so tier four is definitely yes. still the sweet spot. And if I'm guessing, you're scrapping a tier four, what, every day or twice a day? Uh, well, when I do it. Uh, so I, I usually keep them to, to play around with so I don't scrap them every day. But I could. I could actually no, have no problem scrapping one every day. But I'm scrapping a tier five when I do it. And the other reason because I'm, I'm getting enough blue to uh, support that. And it's a, it's a lot more stellar particles for me. You're talking it's almost like four to, to 5K more. Yeah. But... There is another reason for have five Stella. So if you're gonna, so if you're scrapping one or two a day, you, you're not gonna farm XP all the time, and it's very boring. But if you can do four or five ships at a time, uh, all the loot chests you get for all the officer XP and the ship XP, it's well worth it. If you're not auto farming at night, sticking your ships out, because I don't have that luxury because I'm on a war alliance. I used to love doing that. Taking five ships up there and just killing clips hostels will get you a crap ton of officer XP and ship XP if that's your thing. Uh, they seem to drop it better than uh, regular hostels. Okay. There you go, guys. Ask the expert. <laughs> Vita and says, does anyone have three Stellas? <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. Cheaper than real chips. So they, are Stellas, they are significantly cheaper. They are significantly cheaper. All right. Um, Prater says, level 30 is so much better uh, with the 48,000. Much more expensive, but so many more particles. I, I agree, but, but there is also that level of getting there. Take a look at level 30. That takes 15,000 rare uranium and I and 74,000. Even with a three chest pull, you still have to wait every three days. Yeah, that's 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 a tough one. I mean, if you can get there easily, cool. But I like I said, I'm cheaping out. <laughs> okay, I'm but I can do it twice a day. 
I'm getting 620 particles every single day because I'm doing two cycles every day. Now, that's definitely the cheaper way to go, okay? I mean, obviously, and it's significantly slower. But if if he's doing if he's doing a twenty five, what what would you say your average level twenty five scrap is? Are you doing it every other day, every third day, every fourth day? Uh, I just did. I just one did today, and I think it was. I want to say it was eleven k, maybe fourteen k. It, it's a, it's eleven k, but I'm I'm asking you how long it's how long before you scrap another level twenty five. Are you uh, doing one tomorrow? If I feel like it. <laughs> I mean, it only takes me fifteen hours, so. It's it's the XP is not the issue. It's to get to level five is the blue goo. So he is right. I have to wait almost every three days to bring it up to uh, tier five. But what but you're I saying have a tier is seven and two tier sixes and a tier five and a tier four. So so what um, you're saying is you you are running a level twenty five scrap every roughly three days. Yes. Okay. So guys, eleven thousand particles every three days. I, on the other hand, am getting six hundred and twenty every day. Uh, that puts me at eighteen hundred and sixty, and him at eleven thousand one eighty. Who's the smarter one? <laughs> okay, <laughs> who's putting in the extra effort? All right, you get well, it. The only reason I'm not doing it every day is because I'm dumping it all into my uh, higher Stellas. So I could do it every day. I just can't uh, because I want the other one to advance up to level nine. I'm saving it. <laughs> Dream but also, DJ, you got us the option of getting uh, more stellas but we don't have the option of buying it because we have no points left well not now not now but we did we had 28 days to buy extra okay but not now and 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 for a very small number of you i understand i i i have talked to you guys individually we don't need to talk about it out here but yeah there's a couple people that that had a problem and and it is what it is and i'm sorry there's literally nothing that can be done about it at this point but i mean for most people for 98 percent of players that ship was available in the event store for 28 days if you wanted extras you should have bought them all right v ready is an exception (laughs) it was it was it was i would have bought it in fact when you message saying that it's available, I would actually purchase a fucking a pack. Yeah, but the, I'm, I'm, I'm very sorry. I'm very sorry. Yeah, but the pack was purchased the pack. Yeah, it was too late. But they did too- not available. Yeah, it was too late. And, and like I said, you were one of the affected players. And, and again, it, I mean, it was literally a handful of players. And, and I've talked to you all privately, and I'm sorry. It is what it is. We don't need to talk about anything else. Um, okay. I believe that that is going to about do it. Let's uh, let's get into our game. We actually have two giveaways we got to do today. We've got to do a spam it giveaway as well. So let's uh, let's play our game. All right, Snake Eyes. Let's find ourselves a winner, and uh, we'll try to wrap up and get out of here on time. Uh, Devil's Advocate says so. Now we all understand Mudmadas will come back. I mean, I think that's always been an assumption. I don't, I don't know that I gave you any more information that said yes or no, but, I mean, we've all assumed that they were coming back. <laughs> okay. All assumed that they were coming back. All right, Snake Eyes, find us a winner, please. Vita's bot tried to uh, try to pick somebody from a different server. Even Housekeeping knows that Vita's bot has favoritism. <laughs> this, is why, this is why I don't do it. This is why I don't do it. All right, Courage. Congratulations to you, Courage. Where you at? No, you know what? It's not rigged to server 15 people. But I'll tell you this. If you go down the list right now, I bet you two to one, there's more server 15 than all the rest of the servers combined. 
I, I believe that. I'm just telling you. Server 15 is very supportive of their ultimate DJs, and I love you guys. Thank you so very, very much. All right, Krause. Oh, Courage, not Krause, sorry. Courage, Courage, Courage. Welcome. Appreciate you being here. Courage, do you want to play in voice or do you want to play on text today? Courage is our player. And just out of curiosity, oh, the, there he goes. Uh, yeah, sorry, Krause. Hey, Courage, what uh, what server are you from? Yeah, it's not in your name. I just want to make sure that you're not a server 15 player. 15. No, he's thing. not. Are you serious? Yes. Are you kidding yes, me? No. He was in jam for a little while. Was he really? I didn't even know that. He's in Think? Yeah, he was really quiet. Oh. You know, that that does make me feel bad. It does, but I mean it it is. I mean it is what it is. It's based on who's actually here. I'm sorry. It's it's the bot. Alright, we're gonna let him play, Courage. Courage gets to play. V Ready says it's not fair. It's the most fair. I can't control it. I that's why I don't even do it. Vita does it. That's why I don't do it. No! My bot Vita. my bot doesn't. Actually v- my database does. Yeah. It's all Vita's bot. Alright. Let's play a game. <laughs> it, 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 listen, I, I am the first. I'm. I will one thousand percent come out and say, I know what it looks like. I know what it looks like. I, but I, there's nothing I can do. Literally, this has nothing to do with me. It's exactly why I don't choose the numbers or none of that anymore. Because I ain't. <laughs> I ain't doing it. I ain't doing it. All right. It ain't me. Can't blame me. Yell at Vita. <laughs> Yell at Vita. All right. Courage. Let's play a game. Courage. Ooh, that's nice, Mark. Thank you. Like that very much. All right, Courage, let's play a game. I've got a game prepared for you today. It's Fake News or Florida. Uh, it's the only one I have pre- uh, prepared. So uh, I tell you what. Here's what I'm going to do it be- because I-, I get it. I get it. Uh, Snake Eyes, I want you to take another player. Go ahead and draw one more winner. And here's how we're going to do it. Right, and by the way, I'm saying if it's 15, you don't you don't get in. All right, if it's if it's 15, I'll draw a third one. All right? But I am going to draw a second player. Yes, chick, because literally the stats look terrible. 5 out of 6 weeks, it's server 15. Like I, it's terrible. It's not it's not my fault, but I mean I, and I know why. It's because my entire server is here. Listen, folks, let me just tell you. All right, you go down this list. My literally probably 60% of my alliance is here. Uh, probably at least 40 to 50% of Think is here. Okay, my server supports us. My server loves us. All right, and I thank you guys for it. Don't ever stop showing up. Uh, all right, here we go. Uh, Snake Eyes. Nope. See, sorry. See, look, Rams Nation. Rams Nation is server 15. He's server 15, so I'm sorry, Rams. I'm, I'm going to have to back burner you. Get me another one. Get me another one. <laughs> oh, it's terrible. <laughs> Prater says, can I have an advantage for being at server 152? It does contain 15. <laughs> I know. Uh, Snake Eye says, I'm lagging. Okay, I'll do it. I'll do it. Contest. Pick. Here we go. 
Vita's bot. Show me somebody. Uh, there we go. Server 18, Chronic Break. Congratulations to you, Chronic Break. Yeah. All right, Server 18. Now, here's the thing. Chronic Break, I've only got one game selected. So if it's – I've only got one game prepared. If it's okay with you – if it's okay with you, I'm going to let Courage play because Courage, uh, Courage was the was the first player. I'm going to let him play. I'm just going to double the prize and give it to you. Are you are you cool with that? If that's okay with you, I'll just I'll just double up the prize and whatever he wins, I'll give it to you. Is that fair? Chronic Break says I'm cool with that. Let's do it. All right. <laughs> I I don't know. I don't know. We're going to have to figure something out. All right. Courage, you have the opportunity now. Let's see, I'm going to write down Chronic Break, too. Chronic Break, your success today relies on the success of Courage. Courage, uh, you have to choose a chest between 1 and 20. I got 20 random chests. You choose a random chest. It'll stay between 1 and 20, and that's your secret chest. My random number generator has uh, chosen a number, and it is being uploaded right now. The random number generator chose... Let me find the room. Here we go. <laughs> you guys leave Snake Eyes alone. He doesn't pick him either. I'm telling you, it's the bot. It's the bot. Nobody has anything to do. Nobody has anything to do with it. It is just the bot. It's not even Snake Eyes. All right, there you go. Number 17. So, Courage, you chose, what did you say, 14? Courage chose 14. DJs is playing with 17. All right. Just out of curiosity, Chronic Break and Courage, what are your ops levels? Just out of curiosity. I'm going to write it down. All right, Courage is uh, Ops 35. Very good. And Chronic Break is 38. Okay. The game is Fake News for Florida. Your prize that you're playing for, gentlemen, is as follows. Chest number 17. This actually isn't bad. Chest number 17 contains 10,000 uncommon uranium. 10,000 uncommon uranium. That would actually probably go a decent way in working on the Stella, like what we've been talking about today, okay? 10,000 uncommon uranium up for grabs. That's what you have an opportunity to play for here today. The first question in Fake News or Florida. Here we go. I'm going to give you a story. You tell me if it's real or fake. You say meh. 10,000 uncommon uranium and you say meh? You guys are crazy. Ten th I could definitely use 10,000. 10,000 would be good for me. All right, fine. Omicron says it's only good for a few days. Fine. Uh, yeah, but that's Armadas you don't have to do, and it's bonus uranium. But you know what? It's fine. I'll up it to 20,000. I'll up it to 20,000, and that's it. You guys are not getting any more crap out of me today. 20,000. Here we go. Fake news or Florida, Courage. An Oakland Park man attacked his neighbor with a sword after they argued about trash pickup. Fake news or Florida. Courage uh, is answering. Courage says that happened in the state of Florida, and he would be correct. Question number two. A Miami woman burnt down the wrong house after she attempted to attack her husband's mistress. Fake news or Florida? That's uh, so funny. Uh, Courage, I'm waiting for his response. Courage says that happened in Florida. Unfortunately, that one... That one is fake. I made that one up. All right, number three. A Davy sheriff was suspended after he visited a massage parlor while on duty and left his gun. Fake news or Florida? <laughs> fake news or Florida? Kerr just saying that that happened in the state of Florida. I also... 
I made that one up. I apologize. Uh, story number four. Pensacola man was arrested for fondling himself outside of a Walmart after he grabbed a police deputy's butt. Fake news or Florida? Hmm. Courage is typing. Courage is writing and says... Waiting on Courage. He says that happened in Florida. You are correct. There you go. Uh, and finally, story number five. A Brev, uh, is it Brevard? A Brevard County man told police he stole 75 pool floats so that he could have sex with them. Fake news or Florida? <laughs> it's terrible. Uh, it's awful. Courage is writing, and he says, Courage, looking for your answer. Courage uh, says that happened in Florida, and unfortunately for all Floridians everywhere, that is a true story. Congratulations yeah. to you, 60%. Yeah. All right, now, here's the deal. I'm going to give you 60% of my chest. Hold on, we got a decision to make. I'm going to give you 60% of my chest, 20,000 uranium times 60%. I'm going to offer you 12,000 uncommon uranium. 12,000 to either of you. Now, here's here's what you get to do, Kurge. I'll give you the 12,000. I'm going to buy back your chest. Or you can take 80% of chest number 14. You can take 80% of chest number 14. Now, you got 12,000 uncommon uranium. You know you can use that. You're a high ops level. All right? Think about it carefully. Chronic Break says he would want to take 14, but Chronic Break is at the mercy of Courage. Courage gets the final say. Courage says he wants chest 14. You get 80%. Okay. Congratulations to you guys. I'm going to hook you each up with four officer badges of your choice. Each of you get four officer badges of your choice. Congratulations. Four officer badges, PM, your player IDs, and the breakdown of how you won it. Four officer badges each. Chronic Break says nice. Now, see, I would have figured at Ops 38, you guys, like, you didn't need badges. Do you guys still need the badges at Ops 38? Courage, you probably, I guess you would at, at 35, but at, 30, at Courage says, I don't need the officer badges. Yeah, Chronic Break says, I can use them. Okay, well, there you go. See, I, t- I told you. I told you you might want to hang out. I just said. There you go. But congratulations. Uh, you guys both PM me your um, your player IDs, and I will help you out. Okay? We have one more thing to do, though. You're right, housekeeping. We got one more. I'm going to come up into the spam it room. And for those people who have been registering off the air, those who have joined the Discord and registered in the spam it room, I'm going to give you 20 seconds. 20 seconds. Very quickly. To go up into the spammer room, if you have not registered yet, and type anything, post a meme, any letters, whatever you want, get registered, and I'm getting ready to give away 500 three-star uncommon material. 500 three-star uncommon material. Uh, I will offer you four-star uncommon material if you so choose. I did not get authorization on the parts. I'm sorry. Not yet. I'm still working on it. All right. Yeah, sorry. I tried. All right. 30 seconds is up. Vita's bot. Please find me a completely universal, non-server oriented player to take home 500 uncommon material. Who's it going to be? The bot is selecting Vita. The bot is not responding. 
It is still processing all that spam, I think. Uh, it's still processing all the spam. It's not... But yeah, Discord has been acting up lately. Has it already spit out a command? All right, I'm going to run it again. Hold on. I'm giving it... Yeah, uh, listen. I'm going to give it a quick kick. Okay. Then we just spam again. <laughs> this, you know, this, this bot... This bot is free. Vita made it for us. It's it's not without a couple of its problems, admittedly, but it's still way better than the alternative. Lots of problems. Do you? Yeah, but V Ready, you weren't here in the very beginning. Do you remember? Do you remember way back in the when when Snake Eyes had to actually count everybody? Like that was miserable. All right, he had to no. count. Okay, folks, spam away. All right, here we go. No, don't spam away. Time's up. I'm picking a winner. Spam it, pick. Congratulations, Bina36. Congratulations to you! Bianya. I think I'm probably saying that wrong. It's probably Bianya, right? Because there's there's a little like a little apostrophe above above the A. Is it Bianya? Maybe I'm saying that right. Congratulations to you. 214 players registered. Bianya36 has won her choice of 500 uncommon materials and uh, with that ladies and gentlemen i am resetting the bot if there you go the bot has been reset and new spam it players can now be registered if you're listening in podcast form right now join our discord get into the spam it room because it has now been reset and we will give away another 500 materials coming up two weeks from today all right and the room is going crazy now, if you guys don't get a personal response, don't worry, because you're obviously spamming it very quickly. But the bot is registering everybody just like that. We're up to 42. All right. So you guys keep going. 44, 45, 46, more and more and more. The bot will register you. Join our Discord. Type in the spam it room, and uh, you'll be registered for our next off-air giveaway. Guys, thank you so much. That's going to do us for today. My name is Ultimate DJs, and I want to thank you for being here. For today's taping of Talking Trek Live, Star Trek Fleet Command's official podcast, please visit us online at our website. That is TalkingTrekSTFC.online. TalkingTrekSTFC.online, where you can find all the copies of our previous podcasts if you're wanting to go back and school somebody. All right? You can also find links to our Amazon store. Uh, please, if you're doing your normal everyday shopping through Amazon, use my link. All right? I'll get paid for it. You pay the same. Just Amazon pays me and that's that's a win right you don't pay anymore and you're supporting the show and you don't have to pay anymore it's great use that link right there i'd appreciate it also link on over to our youtube page where i need you to like the page subscribe to the page click on that little bell thingy so you know when content comes out all right make sure and subscribe to our youtube channel so you're notified of anything else that comes out in our video series like to take a minute and welcome you to join our patron program links available at star trek or uh, talking trek stfc dot online where you can click on become a patron and join the ever-growing list of gold patrons and i'd like to say thank you to those folks right now how about gregor Ska, venkman and i beglin big country trash panda and doom hank lord neelix chuck the grunt pops the dark lord stevens aaron jb ahab and energy 
Thank you guys so much for being gold sponsors of the show. Fukum, Hi, I Bombed You, Thorn, Virtual Army, Jayberg, Star Fox, Morgul, and DJ Gurr, Red 2, Unhani, Just Skippy, Asius, Asriel, Dunk, and Bojack. Thank you guys for supporting the show. Ape, Crush, Jonathan Ingram, Tabby Moza, Regis, McRock, Lady Kess, Frank Gallo, Engineering Free Philly, Hudson, Doc31, and Morpheus. Thank you guys for your support of the show. Appreciate it so very, very much. Uh, Fartasia, Nick Burns, Cam, Coulter, NC, and Jetski. You guys rock. Wingnut, Filler, Fluffy Puma, CCXN, Grubs, Devil's Advocate. Uh, Goofy Names Rock, thank you so very much. Olfino, Dale, uh, Stretkowski, <laughs> Rexnar, Striker, Be Ready, Jerry Ryan, Indy Dan, and Quack Foo, our latest gold sponsors. Thank you guys so very much for supporting the show. I love you and mean it so very much. Talking Trek is a registered trademark and recorded in front of a live studio audience for distribution across podcast platforms everywhere. My name is Ultimate DJs. This is Talking Trek, Star Trek Fleet Command's official podcast. I'll see you this coming Sunday. Love you, Mina. Bye-bye.